Hi, I'm Dan Draper and welcome to my podcast where we talk all things mental health, well-being and general positivity. Season 1 opened up some incredible conversations that I had to come back for Season 2. In this series, I'm going to be diving deeper into the conversations around mental health as well as promoting well-being. And I want to say a massive thank you to my brand new sponsor, Better, who are a unique charity raising awareness for mental health and suicide prevention. So be sure to check them out. You can find me on social media platforms at Dan Draper with two underscores or alternatively my brand new website, DanDraperOfficial.com. I'm really excited about this series. So let's crack on and keep releasing the stigma. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Dan Draper podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode, we're celebrating. This is the first birthday of the podcast. Yes, I started it one year ago and I'm so, so excited to be chatting to you. This is a solo episode, which I haven't done in a long while. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a different one today. But as I said, we're celebrating the fact that we've had conversations around mental health, well-being and general positivity for a year in one of the toughest years that we've had. So I'm so, so excited about this. And I just want to say a massive thank you as well, because for me, this and you have completely changed my life. You really have. And I mean that with no shadow of a doubt that since starting this podcast, it's led me down a different career path It's led me to opening up new conversations and it's led me also to a brand new set of friends and people that I would call family now out of this. And the biggest thing that I've taken from it is the fact that you can turn so many negatives that have been around the world recently into a positive. So today I'm going to be talking about my experiences with the podcast, how it's affected my mental health, but also what we've got coming up in the future, which I'm super, super excited about. So let's crack straight on. Look, a year ago, there is absolutely no way that I thought that the podcast would ever be a thing. And people, again, years told me that I should get into things like podcasting, radio, TV, stuff like that. Some people said I've got the face for it. So thank you very much. You know who you are. But um, yeah, the fact that you just, you know, i, I I listened to people, I listened to people on what they were talking about and just bought a microphone, plugged it in, knew that I had struggles previously and then just came on and spoke about it. For me, I'm so happy that I did it. Honestly, like it is, it's outrageous how my life's turned upside down uh, and I'm not going to a Fresh Prince reference for you, but Honestly, it has flipped upside down. It's been an absolute crazy whirlwind and I'm so excited to see where it's been uh where it's going to take me in the future. But I think also one of the things that's been really key and poignant for me in the past year is how it's affected my mental health. And for me, I had my struggles previously. You would have heard that in uh series 1 on episode 30. Um, And if you haven't, then check that out. If you're new to the podcast, then that's where it all started for me. That's where all of my um, anxieties and mental health struggles started. So definitely check that one out. But um, yeah, it's just this past year for me has been somewhat of a cathartic experience because just to open up some conversations with people that have been amazing at telling their own stories and so brave as well to come on and talk about things like suicide and drug abuse and alcohol addiction and 
you know, medication and their own stories from people that I now call good friends to people that are also in the public eye, like Vic Hope and Will Manning and Melvin and even Ben West. Ben West was fantastic when he came on and he's doing such incredible things around mental health. And for me, I really resonate with every single story that comes through and every conversation that I've had, whether it's on here, on the podcast, or whether it's on the Instagram lives or any other platforms that I'm, I'm working on. And it is a beautiful thing. And for me, this past year has been so humbling. It really has. It honestly really has. And I cannot tell you how amazing it feels to have so many people have come on the show and to open up and talk about their stories. So for all of my previous guests, I want to say a massive, massive thank you. But I also want to say a massive thank you to my future guests because we've still got loads of work to do here. There's no chance of me slowing down with this. So we've got a lot of work to do. But it honestly has been great. And one thing that I wanted to talk to you about today is how it's affected my mental health. And I can honestly say that it's been a cathartic experience. For me, starting this journey a year ago, being an outgoing guy, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, I'm an outgoing guy, very sociable, but when it came to mental health, absolutely no chance was I talking about that. That it, you'd, I had the classic thing of, of a guy who you just wouldn't open up, and that was me. And it took me a long time for me to then think about opening up and talking about it. And as I've said previously um, on episode 30 of uh, of series one, opening up and having that particular conversation really affected me in such a positive light. It was hard. It was hard to do that episode. It was hard to sit here in this flat where I'm sitting now and record that episode talking about loss, grief, the highs and lows of traveling, family, everything. It was so hard to record it. But once I released it and the feedback that I got from that episode was incredible. And bearing in mind, we're 30 episodes deep. So for me, the reason that I put that at 30 episodes deep was because it was tying in with myself and Dean's 30th birthday. So I kind of wanted it to be linked to that. So there was method in the madness. Um, But honestly, opening up, having that conversation, and as I said, the feedback that came from it, I honestly can't thank you lot enough. Like, it was unreal. It was unreal, the response that I got. And, you know, people calling me brave, people calling me so open or raw and honest. I'm just me. Like I'm just I'm just talking to you as I'm talking to you now. And I think that's the reason why I love doing the podcast is because it's not a highly produced podcast. It's not anything, you know, that's massively pre-planned. It's just hit record and go because that's where the most honest conversations come from. But honestly, thank you for the reaction for that that episode. It really, really hit me. And I actually, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I cried my eyes out during the episode, after the episode, listening to people's feedback. And it's for me something that as a guy was really scary because, you know, a lot of guys don't open up about mental health. They'll talk about how certain football players are doing on the pitch or, oh, did you see this on so-and-so or, oh, mate, he met us down the pub. 
I'm all about those conversations. I'm all up for a laugh. I'm all up for anything to do with that and being surrounded by friends and X, Y, Z. But some of the most important conversations that I've had haven't been on the podcast. They haven't been on Instagram Live. They've been talking to my mates, my family, whoever, about mental health and well-being. And, you know, it's not me preaching because, as I've said before, I'm not medically trained in mental health. I'm just someone that wants to release the stigma and get people talking about their emotions and everything to do with that side of it. So for me, talking about those kinds of things and having that impact on so many people is incredible. And it's tough. I ain't gonna lie, it is really tough having those conversations. There's been times in the podcast that I've had to pause and say, sorry, we need to take a break for a minute because I've, I'm have i so overwhelmed with the emotions and the responses that are coming through with it that I've had to say, look, we just need a break because I'm welling up. I'm getting to the point where I'm like, no, I need to, you know, I don't want to ruin the interview. I don't want to talk about... Honestly, it has... it hasn't affected my mental health. Of course it has. You can't have conversations around suicide, drug abuse, alcohol addiction, medication, people wanting to take their own lives, and X, Y, Z, and all of the amazing other conversations I've had, and it not affect your mental health. And as I said, there was times when I had to stop certain interviews because I was just getting so overwhelmed. It was so much a lot of the time. And I remember one particular example was speaking with the amazing Darren from Samaritans for World Mental Health Day and hearing his story about his attempts on his own life and how he turned it around and then put that into practice and actually works now with Samaritans, helping other people Honestly, I can tell you that as soon as I hit end on that call, I bawled my eyes out. I cried so hard because it was so inspiring and it was such an incredible story from someone who had come from such a place that was so low to then putting it into practice and turning it into something amazing and actually volunteering with the uh, the charity that helped him get through his struggles. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. But then when you speak to other people about their experiences, you know, of course it's going to affect you. And would I change having these conversations? Would I stop having these conversations? Absolutely fucking not. Not a chance. There's so much more that I want to do with this podcast and so many other projects that I want to get involved in to release the stigma around mental health that I'm not going anywhere. This is where I feel that I want to be and how I can support others in mental fitness. And that's exactly what I want to do. So, as we were saying, you know, the last year's been tough for so many people. And I can remember my mental health actually took a real decline over a time that's meant to be so joyous for so many people. And it was Christmas. So, I'll tell you the story. Basically, two days before tier four came in I was very lucky to get home to my mum and dad and I was just finishing off season one everything was done I was going to do this lovely Christmas message and you know prep for season two and stuff like that and then tier four hit and all of the stuff that I had planned just didn't seem fair for me to put out and all of the content and I can honestly tell you that as soon as I got to my mum and dad's 
And I got there and I had a shower. I, I got in straight showered because I didn't want anything that would have traveled with me at the time or whatever. Um, and I cried in the shower. I genuinely cried in the shower because I thought about all of my friends that would have been stuck either in London or other places that they weren't able to get home to their families. And I honestly did cry in the shower. And all over the Christmas period, I was just had this massive sense of guilt, just overwhelmed by it to the point that my mum and dad were saying, look, Daniel, this is enough. Like you, you can't keep feeling like this. You've been this for a few days now. You need to just stop. And I couldn't, I couldn't get out of my head. I honestly couldn't. And it really did bring me down. And I was kind of thinking, well, you know, what can I do? Is there anything that I can do to to help support people? And I just had to, for you know, I, I posted once or twice on social media, but I had to come off it because it was just so, um, so detrimental to my mental health at that time. And as I said, Christmas is supposed to be such a joyous time for so many people. And usually your social media lights up at Christmas because you'll see all the all the presents, all the family, all the good times, everything that's gone through. But I think that that was the point for me that I felt the lowest. And it wasn't until I got back in London and I ended up spending some time on my own and just reflecting on basically what had just happened over Christmas. And, you know, I with my mum and dad, I had a great Christmas. As much as we could between the three of us and the dogs, we had a fantastic Christmas. But I came back and I reflected on this entire year and the entire shitstorm that it has been and how it really has kind of affected me. So then I took a little time off. As I said, I took a bit of time off social media. I was trying to prep for the uh, prep, sorry, for the podcast. And I was just like, look, I can't, I, I just full break. That's where I was just like, look, I need to start binging some Netflix. I need to just switch off and just take some time for me. And that's only come as of this year, you know, from me thinking actually that I just needed to take a break. I just needed to say, fuck it. This is what is going to happen. I'm doing absolutely nothing and I'm going to be a sofa bear because that's what I need to do. And I spoke to Will Manning about this before and he was saying that he listens to his head now quite a lot because you would actually think about it and you would do the things that you feel that you need to be to be motivated. I, you need to force yourself to go to the gym or you need to force yourself to go and do that run or do something else. But actually, he was saying that if his head tells him not to, then he doesn't do it. And it's not through lack of motivation. It's because you're listening to how your body's feeling at that time. And for me, that's exactly where I was. Now, I'm very lucky that obviously I've come out of that and I'm sort of getting back into some sort of fitness now. But it was really tough at the beginning of the year. And I can honestly say that my mental health now is obviously I'm still working on it. I've still got my own anxieties. I've still got my own personal issues. I've still got things that I'm working on. But the fact now that you know, there's a lot of things that are starting to get back to normal ever so slightly. And obviously we have to be careful on how we're doing that. But how life is getting back to normal in some sort of way, shape or form. And the fact that we can start socializing again and start seeing people and X, Y, Z. That for me, I'm so excited about because I know that my mental health is going to be absolutely through the roof. And it's just that lack of interaction for me personally. 
that I've I've really struggled with in the past year as well because it's felt so cold and isolated and the fact that we've not been able to see our loved ones as much as we liked and we've missed key birthdays, we've missed weddings, we've missed unfortunately things like funerals as well. Now that we can get back to some sense of normality and be able to celebrate those things, that for me, I'm really looking forward to because I've still got to celebrate my 30th birthday. At this rate, it's probably going to be 30 plus two. I refuse to be 31 this year. (laughs) But honestly, now that we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, this is where a lot of pressure off of a lot of services, hopefully, um, will come as well. And, you know, the services are out there for people to use, like Samaritan, like Mind, Calm, Shout, Shout are a fantastic charity and it also with those particular charities like Shout and Samaritans you can text in so you don't even need to have the the pressure if you like of speaking to someone physically speaking to someone if that's too much for you then there are these services that you're able to just text in and you don't have to put a face to the name but for me All I wanted to say is that if you are struggling with your mental fitness at the minute or your mental health, or if you just feel like you need to reach out to someone, then reach out to some professionals if you need professional help. If not, then reach out to friends, reach out to family, and just keep having these conversations. We're doing so well in talking about mental health over the past year that we've got to keep pushing forward to it. We've got to keep going. And also, if you notice someone who's had a change in behavior recently or you haven't spoken to in a little while, reach out to them. What's stopping you? This is where now we start to level up. This is where we're able to look after ourselves and look after each other. And the last year has taught us all about that. So let's keep going. Let's do this. And also, if you've got children or if you have young children or people in your life that have children, be sure to check in with them as well, because it has been such a tough year for them that we really need to keep their mental fitness going as well. We need to keep their mental health high because they've been in and out of school. They've had a lot of ups and downs and it's been really scary for a lot of kids this year. So for me, I just want to say a massive thank you for all of your support. I genuinely, I'm overwhelmed by the support that I've had for the podcast and all the kind comments that you've put over the past year. As I said, I'm not stopping. Like There is nothing stopping me from having these conversations. There's going to be the rest of Series 2 that we've got coming up. Series 3 is already in the pipeline. We're We're going to keep going. We're going to release this stigma. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so, so much. And see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. I really do appreciate it. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that when the episodes are coming out, which they will be every week, then you'll have them first downloaded and ready to go on your phone. You can find me on all social media platforms using the handle at Dan Draper with two underscores at the end. If you want to watch the series, you can watch it all on YouTube. Just search it there. And be sure to check out my brand new website, dandraperofficial.com. I just want to say another huge thank you to my sponsor, Beda, who's going to be on this journey with me throughout season two to keep releasing the stigma and keep talking about mental health. I'm really excited for the next episode, so make sure that you tune in and I will see you again soon.